0: So this is episode number 200 of Just Another Fanboy. And the other day, somebody had asked me, you know, reflecting back, looking back on 200 episodes of this podcast, if there was a way that you could just compress all of that and summarize to the best of your ability, just what is Just Another Fanboy all about? Well, I think it would sound a little something like this. Do you fear the PS4 wireless remote gremlin? Join our Facebook group and we will drink hot chocolate and hold hands and do trust falls. Except we won't do any of those things because it's a Facebook group and it's all through your keyboard and your screen. But I'm probably wrong. Because, you know, I usually am. It's what I'm known for. I'm your host, Stephen, and I'm always wrong. There's one thing you can count on with this podcast is the information I give you is probably gonna be wrong. Except for when it's right. I mean, a clock is right two times a day. Am I right? That's probably wrong, but it's right. Come on. Unless it's a military clock, you know, it's in military time, which, I don't know, whatever. We're talking analog here, folks. I'm gonna unzip my coat for a second. I don't know if that was auditorily satisfying. I don't even know if auditorily is a word. Probably not. I could look it up. I have it all written down somewhere, but I don't care. Do you see what I'm saying here, folks? I don't care. It's like I've lost the energy. I've lost my motivation to want to provide to you the most epic quality podcast imaginable. So I'm just making it up. But I'm sitting in a parking lot, recording this episode, I don't have my seatbelt on, and there's a part of me worried that out of nowhere, a semi-truck is just going to plow into the side of me. Hello, my name is Steven, and I talk to my books. The problem is, they talk back to me. And I'm talking like sass. They talk back to me. They give me lip. I say stuff like, hey, book, I'm going to read you today. And the book says, yeah, you ain't reading nothing. And it's not a very good sass. I mean, these books, obviously, they're golden books. I'll be honest with you. They're for children. So they're, they're, they're sass, the way they talk to me. It's not, it's not very creatively thought out. But I blame that on the fact that they're children's books. I don't talk to uh, young adult books. That's kind of weird. People look at you weird if you're talking to young adult books. Frankly, I think it's kind of weird that I'm talking to golden books. Last week, I found myself in a library, and they ended up escorting me out because five minutes into my trip to the library, I was amongst the periodicals, and we were having a conversation about bears. And when I say we were having a conversation about bears, I was tearing pages out of these books and screaming about polar bears and the rights of man until I was escorted out of the building. I have no idea what brought me to that. Hello and welcome to episode number 200 of Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that's just all out of sorts. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and I'm doing something today that I've never done before. I am recording the main chunk of this episode before I record an intro. Now, that may not sound like a big deal to you, but to me, it's driving me up the wall. See, I'm a bit of a linear... Kind of dude. I can't start writing a book until I have the title. I can't write a book out of order. And I certainly can't start recording an episode unless I record the intro first. That just doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I have plans for the intro. And frankly, to be honest with you, I'm not re- going to even record an intro. I was trying to put something together, just, you know, five minutes of maybe some quick little clips. From previous episodes, you know, just some silly stuff that I've done over the last 199 episodes. And I've been working on it and had one thing mapped out. And I said, Hey, I'll do this. And I tried it and it sounded like crap. And I, eh, I'm going to do this instead. And I spent a lot of time on something else. And now that I'm done with it, it's like, hey, I don't know if I like that though. I want to, you know, it's episode 200. It's got to be something special, right? Because y'all deserve something special. So, I don't know. I mean, I have no idea what I'm doing from, for the intro. By this point, of course, you couldn't have gotten to this point in the episode without hearing the intro. So you've already heard it. You already know what I'm doing and what I've done. And hopefully, hopefully it, it, uh, it was okay. Oh, uh, good Lord. It's just driving me up the flipping wall. But hey, like I said, episode 200 for episode number 100, I talked about action comics. Issue number 100. So for episode 200, I wanted to talk about an issue 200 of a comic, but I thought this time I would talk about a Marvel comic. And I actually chose four different books and I, I, I couldn't pick between betwixt among those four issues. And so I put them out there on the Twitter. I talked about it here on the, on the podcast and I compiled all my votes compiled all my votes gonna say that one more time compiled all my votes and uh yeah we're talking about the amazing spider-man issue number 200 from january of 1980 now this was written by marv wolfman and stan lee however stan lee apparently just did one page Of the issue. And they put a little thing at the front to let you know, hey, Stan Lee wrote one page. Can you guess which page it is? And I'm fairly certain I know which page it is, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, pencils were by Keith Pollard, inks by Jim Mooney, the colorist was Glennis Ween, the letters were by John Costanza, and the editor is Marv Wolfman, with the editor-in-chief being Big Jim Shooter. Now, this issue was entitled The Spider and the Burglar a sequel because it deals with the burglar that made Spider-Man who he is. If, if you're not aware, you know, and there are people who are unaware of things, you know, I have to remember that. I can't just assume that everybody knows Spider-Man's origin. There are plenty of things that I don't know. And people are like, you didn't know that. And I, you know, punch him in the face, and knock him to the ground and spit on him, and stand on their neck and kick gravel Onto their back, because I don't like it when people talk to me that way. I don't, I don't do that. I'm not a violent person. I don't condone violence. Anyway, anyway, what I'm trying to say, I don't know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way is that if you're unaware of Spider-Man's origin, he was bitten by a radioactive spider. He got his spider powers, but his first instinct wasn't hey, I'm going to go fight crime. His first instinct was, hey, I'm going to go make some money off of this. And he becomes like a professional, professional, can't talk, a professional wrestler. And he goes into the entertainment industry. He goes on talk shows and he does entertaining, you know, that's incredible type things as Spider-Man. And at one point he is at a television studio and a burglar is there, stealing something, and a security guard is chasing him down the hall, and he says, hey, stop that guy! And Spider-Man's like, nope, I don't think so. That's not my game, baby. And he lets the guy go, and then the guy ends up robbing their house and killing his Uncle Ben. Peter Parker has been raised by his Aunt May and his Uncle Ben. His Uncle Ben has always tried to teach him that with great power comes great responsibility, which Peter, of course, ignores completely, By going into the entertainment industry, once he has that great power, he lets this burglar go, the burglar kills his uncle, and he learns the lesson in a very harsh way. I have great power, I have great responsibility, I should have stopped that burglar, my uncle would be alive today. And he hunts the burglar down, has him arrested, and then he starts fighting crime as Spider-Man. So in this issue, I don't have it in front of me. I'm going to try to do this all from the top of my head. That's how I used to do this. And I got really wound up with trying to put together these intricate show notes and story beats and making sure I I had everything in front of me before I started an episode. And I'm just going to stop doing that because that's not me. That's not what I do. That's not my bag, baby. But Issue two hundred here. Uh, obviously, there were a couple of issues leading up to this. There had been this storyline going on about Aunt May, who was staying in a nursing home or a retirement home, and this this guy who ran the home, who turned out to be Mysterio. And this is all happening before issue two hundred even begins. Spider Man and and Mysterio duke it out. Mysterio brings into the fold this burglar that had killed uncle Ben. And I don't remember, well, they don't really explain why I don't really understand the point of why. Um, in fact, I think the guy was there, uh, helping whoever Mysterio was pretending to be, you know, the, the, the dude that ran the place, the burglar guy didn't know that he was Mysterio. He just thought he was some doctor or something. And, uh, the burglar ends up, I don't know. Mysterio double crosses him and ties him up in the basement. Aunt May dies at one point. Spider-Man, Peter Parker, of course, blames Mysterio for this. And he and Mysterio duke it out. Mysterio shoots him with a tranquilizer dart of some sort. I don't know. Again, it happened in a previous issue. I didn't see it happen. They describe it in this issue as he has been pumped full of depressants so that he is. Uh, he he apparently was unconscious, and as this issue opens up, he's waking up. He no longer has his superpowers, and Mysterio is nowhere to be found. He actually does not appear in this issue at all. So Spider Man, no powers. Uh, a couple of the the old people that live there in this retirement home, they try to help him. He's like, no, don't help me. I'm Spider Man. I have my powers. What are you looking at? I'm not powerless. Stop! Stop staring at me. I'm I'm gonna walk away, even though I have spider like powers. Because he's trying to hide the fact that he no longer has powers. And he creeps away, and he has to walk it. He has to walk home through the rain, ten mile walk, because he can't get a cab, and the trains are shut down or something. And there's no buses, and he gets home, and he's really angry, and. There's this moment in the book that was really quite weird because he gets home and he's carrying his costume and he throws it against the wall and he's really upset about, you know, he's he's obviously hurt and full of rage because his Aunt May has passed away. He was unable to stop Mysterio. He's still at large and he realizes that he has to find Mysterio. Well, he goes back to their old house in Queens where he grew up with Aunt May and Uncle Ben. And the place is trashed. And he knows that that has something to do with what happened to Aunt May, apparently. Again, a lot of stuff that happened in previous issues, I don't know. I didn't read them. And he vows to find out uh, who trashed the apartment. And actually, no, that's not what happened. I'm going to back up. I'm going to reverse He, he finds that the apartment is trashed. He goes to the place that, uh, cause some guy had been renting the apartment. He goes to the next door neighbor, Mary Jane Watson's aunt, you know, he ends up marrying Mary Jane. Anyway, Mary Jane Watson's aunt, she doesn't know who the guy was. She never got a good look at him. So he goes to the real estate agent that rented the place out to this dude. And he finds out that the guy who had been renting the place is the burglar. They never give his name that I recall. Maybe Spider-Man sees a picture of him. I don't know. But he realizes that's the guy that killed Uncle Ben. He goes back to his apartment. He's really upset. And this was the weird thing because he's hanging out in his regular civilian clothes, his Peter Parker identity. And he says, all right, I have to find this guy because this whole time he has been a part of this. This whole time I thought Mysterio killed Aunt May, but it was obviously this burglar who did it. Uh, because he's back in our life and he killed Uncle Ben and apparently he's back to kill Aunt May. And there's a secret in the house that the guy was trying to uncover. We do find out that the guy was tied up down in the basement of this retirement home and he gets himself loose. And he's going back to he, he needs to he says he's going to find Peter Parker because there's a treasure hidden in the house. And that's why he was there in the first place and ended up killing Uncle Ben and he knows the only, he he has to find peter parker who used to live there and 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 beat the information out of him in regard to where this treasure is that's been buried in the house somewhere well peter in the meantime he's at home he's really upset oh my gosh the burglar he killed aunt may i got to find him how am i going to do that well you know what i did it once before i'm going to do it again it's going to take some investigating and then he says something to the effect of And then there, the Spider-Man will find him. But when he says it, he's, he's suddenly, okay, I actually, you know what? I have to pull up this page because I'm not going to do it any justice just from memory because it was a weird, it was a weird moment in the book. And I understand that they have to do certain things for story, but he's in his apartment. He comes home after having learned. That the burglar is the guy that lived in the apart that, that was living in the apartment. He vows he's going to hunt him down. He's done it before. He'll do it again. He's standing there clutching the Spider-Man costume and he says, only this time I'll make sure he will never return again. And then in the next panel, he is in the Spider-Man costume. He is lashing out and knocking his telephone off of the frickin' dresser and he says that spider-man swears so (laughs) let's think about this for a second he's in the apartment he's in his regular clothes he's holding the spider-man costume he says but i'll hunt him down now just as i hunted him down that first day many years ago only this time i'll make sure he will never return again and then he gets undressed pulls the spider-man costume on and then yells out, that Spider-Man swears! And then in the next panel, he's he's broken into some place where he's looking through files, and he's back in his regular clothes. So what was the point of pausing in the middle of his anguished monologue to pull on his Spider-Man costume just to shout out that Spider-Man swears that this is going to happen? And then he takes the costume back off, And he goes out to do some investigating. I found that really weird. I found it super weird. If you follow me on Twitter, uh, I will, I'll, I'll post the page. I have to after this episode goes out, I'll post the page. So look for it on Twitter. Cause it just, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Anyway, so he does some investigating. He never really tracked down the guy. There's a moment where he goes into this, um, like this publishing building. And they won't let him in because he doesn't have an appointment. So he has to break in and he does it by uh, dress- getting his Spider-Man costume on. But he no longer has his powers. But he still has his web shooters. So he goes to the building next to it, shoots a line between the two buildings. He tries to do a tightrope walk on the webbing, but no longer having his, spow- his powers. He's no longer super agile and he doesn't have the balance like he used to. And so he has to end up You know, he almost falls and he just crawls along using the the web. And anyway, he breaks into the building. He finds the information that he needs, which doesn't I don't remember if it led him anywhere. But at one point, he's leaving the room or he hears somebody shout out, stop him, stop that man. And he steps out into the hall and there's a guy running and there's a security guard chasing him. And he says, stop that man. Very reminiscent of that moment when he first encountered the burglar who would then kill his uncle and spider and well, not Spider-Man Peter Parker at this point. And remember, he no longer has his powers. He tackles the guy to the ground. And we learn that this guy was a, a purse snatcher who apparently somehow manages to get into this building every day because he's been snatching purses from this building that Peter Parker couldn't get into. Even though Peter Parker is a photographer for the Daily Bugle, and this is a publishing building that houses publishing stuff, and yet this guy keeps able to—he keeps coming in and snatching purses from people. I—I I don't know. Again, it didn't make a lot of sense to me. Maybe I, I just didn't read what I was. I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm—I got really confused a bunch of times in this issue, but. Spider-Man, Spider I keep calling him Spider-Man, but he's just Peter Parker at this point. He realizes that, you know, even without the Spider-Man powers, he still now has this sense of cracking down on evildoers. Anyway, he goes home to find the burglar waiting for him. The guy kidnaps him, and he's like, look, I'm going to beat you up unless you tell me where the treasure is. And we find out there was this old mob boss who... Apparently had a lot of freaking money, gold and jewels and all this stuff. And he used to live in the house where Peter Parker grew up, like back in the 30s. That's where this guy lived. And that's where he was when he was arrested for the final time by Elliot Ness, in case you were curious. And they make a point to say that Elliot Ness got him on tax evasion, just like with that other dude. Uh, Who was that guy? Who did Elliot Ness go after? I can't remember now. Some big mob dude. Al Capone? Yeah, I think it was Al Capone. Anyway, so there was always rumor that this this boss, this big mob boss guy had a bunch of treasure hidden somewhere and the burglar, that's what they're just calling him, the burglar has always assumed it was in the home that the guy used to live in because he was there when he was arrested. And apparently the guy ended up sharing a cell with the burglar and used to talk in his sleep. And the burglar was an insomniac. So he would hear him talk in his sleep about the house. <laughs> and so he was there that night to find the treasure and he, he killed, uh, uncle Ben. He keeps calling it a treasure. It sounds like it was just a, like a stash of cash, you know, like a lockbox somewhere full of cash. Well, This is, again, where the story gets kind of strange. I just I don't understand some of the story ideas, the 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 ideas behind the plot of this story, because at one point, the burglar just says, all right, I'm 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 beating you up and you're not giving me the information I need. I I got an idea. I know what will make you talk. And then he leaves. Well, Peter, in the meantime, he's able to break free from these ropes and the burglar leaves spider. He he puts on his Spider-Man costume and he goes after him and the guy jumps on a bus. Spider-Man jumps on the bus. The guys, you know, he's got the guys riding a bus. He didn't jump on it. The bus stopped. The guy got on the bus. The bus drove away. Spider-Man goes chasing after it. He no longer has a spider powers. He jumps onto the back of the bus, holding on for dear life. He manages to climb to the top, holding on again for dear life. Every turn they take, he's almost knocked off. And then, The bus takes the burglar to the retirement home. And Peter's like, aha, just as I suspected, it all comes back to the retirement home. And he follows the burglar in. They fight. The burglar shoots him in the in the stomach. Spider-Man drops to the ground. The burglar assumes he's dead. He gets what he was there to get. And then he goes back to see Peter Parker, who he assumes is still tied up back at his apartment. Well, then Spider-Man eventually wakes up He was shot in the side. He squirts some freaking web fluid on it to seal it up. And then he goes back to confront the burglar back at his apartment. So wouldn't it have just made more sense for Peter to have just stayed in his apartment and waited for the burglar to come back? After all, when the burglar, he goes, aha, I know. I know what'll make you talk. And then he left, which would lead one to assume that he's going to come back. So once Peter freed himself, couldn't he have just hidden and jumped the guy when he came back? Why did he have to go through all this bother of jumping on the bus and hanging on for dear life and almost falling off multiple times, confronting the guy in the nursing and the in the retirement home and then getting shot? He could have avoided all of that if he just would have stayed put. But they can't pad out a story if he just would have stayed put. Well, what we learn is, is what the guy had gone back for was Aunt May, who was alive the entire time. And we learned that Mysterio, when he was disguising himself <coughs> as the dude that ran the retirement home, he was running some kind of racket with the burglar. They were working together. But again, the burglar didn't know that the guy was Mysterio. And they were trying to get the information from Aunt May about the treasure, right? The cash, the, the, the hoard, the secret money vault or whatever that was hidden at her old house. But her pesky nephew, Peter Parker visited her every single day and they couldn't have that. They couldn't have him interrupting their interrogations of her, which weren't like, they weren't like tying her up and beating her up. Apparently they were just like trying to get the information from her in subtle ways. But then Peter Parker kept coming and interrupting. And so Mysterio made it appear as if Aunt May died. And then they just tied her up down in the basement. And then Mysterio double crossed the burglar. Cause I guess he wanted the treasure for himself and tied him up down there as well. And anyway, Spider-Man just goes crazy and he, you know, he sees, sees that Aunt May is alive and he just starts beating up the dude and they're fighting and the guy's running from him and. He's like, why do you care? Why do you care about Peter Parker? Why do you care about any of this Spider-Man and Spider-Man pulls his mask off? And he says, because I am Peter Parker. You killed my uncle. And the burglar is like, holy crap. You showed me your face and I killed your uncle. Obviously, I'm not going to live. You're going to kill me. And so he tries to run and Spider-Man keeps stopping him from escaping and the guy's like, no, you're going to kill me. I got to get out of here. And finally Spider-Man's like, look, I'm not going to kill you, but I am going to turn you over to the police. I want to kill you. I really do, but I'm not going to cause that's not what I do. That's not my thing. That's not who Spider-Man is. So I'm going to turn you over to the police. And the guy's like, no, you're not. You're lying. You're going to kill me. And he freaks out so much that he has a heart attack and he drops dead. And <laughs> Spider-Man's like, holy crap. He just freaking died. I I need to get some people of authority here. So he pulls the fire alarm and he looks down at the guy. and He basically he basically shrugs his shoulders. He's like, well, it's not my fault. I mean, yeah, I hunted him throughout this entire facility, throughout this entire apartment building and down into the basement. And I kept stopping him from escaping because I wanted to turn him over to the police. And but I, I bear no responsibility toward this. It all comes down to the fact that he would have killed me if the tables were turned and so he just assumed that I was going to kill him. And so his hatred and mistrust is what killed him. And he ended up dying from fear. And uh that's the end. Well, he goes to th- there's a moment where he goes to to say to to let Aunt May free. And he's still dressed up as Spider-Man. And Aunt May's always been scared of Spider-Man. She's always believed J. Jonah Jameson when he would write his editorials about Spider-Man being a menace. And she's like, no, don't hurt me, Spider-Man. And he's like, I'm not going to hurt you, lady. I am a friend of Peter Parker. Peter asked me to come help you. You have to trust me. I'm not here to hurt you. And she's like, oh, but your costume, your mask, it's so scary. And he's like, ah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that my mask scares you, but I'm not here to hurt you. Please, you have to trust me. And he holds out his hand and hesitantly, she takes his hand and he gets her to a hospital. And uh, then Peter and Aunt May have a talk at the end. And Peter asks her about the, the 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 hidden money stash. And she says, you know, there was a time when we were doing some remodeling. Some termites had gotten into the walls. And we had opened up the walls and we found a like a box or a lockbox or something. Uh, it was obviously not a lockbox. It wasn't. You know, it was a, a wooden box or a cardboard box. And she says, but whatever was in it had, had been completely eaten by silverfish. So <laughs> the money wasn't there at all the entire time it had been destroyed. And that's how the issue ended. It was fun. Like I said, there were story moments that really made me scratch my head. I, I just I guess I mean, I guess I can understand his Peter's motivation for chasing after the burglar. Because at that point, he was obsessed. He thought the guy killed his aunt. He was not going to let this guy out of his sight. And even though somewhere in the back of his mind, he knew the guy was coming back because he wanted something from Peter and he was leaving to 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 get something that would help him with the interrogation. And maybe he thought whatever the guy was bringing back would be something powerful and dangerous that he wouldn't be able to handle. So he needs to take him out now. So I guess I kind of understand it, but it was like the whole time I'm like, if you just would to stayed there, he would have come back and you could have just hidden behind the door. And the guy would have walked in, closed the door, and you would have been like, haya! And karate chopped him on the back of the neck and the guy would have been down, you know? But as silly as some of the elements were, again, it was still kind of a fun story. Oh, here's something <laughs> that I thought was kind of funny. The moment where he is in that, The, the, that publishing building or, or, or whatever it was, the news building. And he stops the purse snatcher that the security guard is chasing as he's handing the guy over to the security guard. He realizes it's the same security guard that was chasing the burglar that Spider-Man let go the first time. And it's just all just coming full circle for Spider-Man in this issue. Anyway, that's it. Issue 200. It looked really nice. Keith Pollard has a nice classic Marvel house style look. Um, I mean, don't expect anything out of the ordinary as far as art style. Just It's just a very solid, good looking book. There weren't really any panels that looked bad. This guy obviously uh, got the job done. You know, he didn't take any shortcuts. He didn't skip any corners, anything like that. Um, nice, solid, nice, solid looking issue. Fun story. I'm glad I read it. That's what I'll say. So yeah, that was issue 200 of Amazing Spider-Man. This is episode 200 of Just Another Fanboy. Who knows if I'm going to have 200 more? Who knows what the shadow grows? I don't know what that meant. I don't know why you're looking at me that way. Just, just stop. Okay. Just stop looking at me. because. I can't stop if the beat doesn't drop. Got some big plans for the next few episodes. Big plans, not exciting. I don't necessarily mean they're exciting plans, but I will be having a guest join me at some point. We're going to talk about the Suicide Squad movie that's coming on HBO Max in August. So look forward to that. Uh, We'll try to watch it the weekend. It drops on HBO Max so that the episode will be available for you that very next Tuesday. So if you've got HBO Max and you don't want to be spoiled when you listen to the episode, you should watch it that weekend. That's all I'm going to tell you. And then I've got other plans that are bubbling and uh, other ideas. And uh, we'll just see. We'll see what happens starting with the next however many episodes going forward after this episode number 200. But until then, folks, my name is Steven and I'm just another fanboy. Be nice to each other. Bye-bye, Daddy. Bye bye, Daddy. Good job. Yeah. All save one who stalks alone the concrete cannon. All save one who stalks alone the concrete. We got. I'm gonna have to just take a deep breath. Then slightly effortless. It's kind of funny that the one that the word I trip on is effortless. See. <laughs> I can't even say it. Effortless Jesus. Then slightly. Effortless. effortless effortlessly. Effortlessly. That is a stupid word. Effortlessly. Effort. Effortlessly. Effortless, effortless, that's the word. Effortless. Ah, oh, this is going to take me a bit, folks. Effort. Effortless, effortless. Effortlessly. 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 Effortless. Jeez. Effortless, effortless, Effortlessly, jeez, holy crap! I'm having a problem with that one freaking word. Effortless, Jesus. Effort. It's why am I saying it that way? It's not effortlit. <laughs> Effortlessly, effortless, jeez, uh, Louise! I'm about to just pick up this mic right now and heave it through the window. I am so, I am so. Upset about the fact that I can't say this word. You are witnessing a man losing his mind on a podcast. Of course, if you're listening to this, that means this is at the end. I'm not I'm not say I'm not putting this in the middle of the episode. So I hope you stuck around to just witness my insanity. Effort effortlessly, effort effortlessly, 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 effortlessly. All right, let's try it again. Then Silently, effortless, jeez, oh. <laughs> oh my god. Then silently, effortlessly, effort. oh my god. I'm gonna do a whole podcast, just Stephen tries to pronounce the word effortless. I've, I've, I'm, I'm sitting motionless, trying to get my chakras back online if I'm saying that correctly. Now I can't even say correctly, correctly. Effortlessly, silently, see that's the problem, is I've got the word silently, in front of the word effortlessly. So what I need to do is I just need to record this and take a big long pause between the two and gather my strength to say that word lit. Oh my God, I just keep doing it. I just keep doing it. Effortless, effortless, effort, effortlessly, effortlessly. Then silently effortlessly, Effortless. Jeez. Effortlessly, effortless, effort. What is wrong with me? Effortlessly then silently effortless Jesus I'm okay I'm obviously I'm not gonna read this anymore Effortle- effortlessly effortlessly why am I having problems with that? Then silently effortless Jesus. Effortlessly. Effort Leslie Effort Silently Effortlessly Silently Effortlessly Silently Effortlessly Silently, effortlessly. silently, effortlessly. silently, effortlessly. silently. Effortlessly. Jesus. Cripily. Effortlit. Nah, no, it's not effortlit. Why am I saying effortlit? Why? Why am I doing that? Effortlessly. effortless. Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm going crazy. Effortlessly. Effortlessly. effortless, Effortlit. Effortlessly. 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 Effortless. Then. Then. Silently. effortlessly, then silently, effortlessly...